Let's turn real quick to Genesis. Uh, Genesis chapter 2. If God wanted us to work this way, why didn't he just make it to where we could work this way so easily? Why didn't he make it easy for us? If he wanted us to be able to receive from the Holy Spirit in our spirit and then receive in our soul from our spirit and then receive in our body from our soul and in our life from my body, then my senses, why didn't he just make it to where it's easy for me to do that? Because now if God would have did that, right, if God would have made it to where you just hear and then all, you can automatically receive from your spirit so easily, you can receive from the Holy Spirit so easily, then he might as well should have just made robots. Because then we'd have no choice but to do exactly what it is that he said. But he's given every man choice. Choose you this day who you going to serve. I give before you life, death. Choose life. So he's always given us a choice in the matter because it takes our participation in order to flow with him. Because like he would be like the ultimate puppeteer if he just created all of us and we just went on ahead and functioned exactly the way that he created us to function without any uh, participation from us. Because then we just walk around just doing. And we ain't got no choice or no free will to do anything. And so now let's read in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Yes, sir. I see. I see. And so when he breathed himself into man, the soul was awakened by his spirit. Yes, Come on. Come on. And so now we know that in, uh, in uh, chapter 1, he said he formed man in his image and in his likeness. Because he's tri-type, he wanted us to be tri-type. Yes, yes, and so I want you to work in harmony the way that we work in harmony. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yes, All of us work in harmony together, and I want you to work the same way that we work. So the same way that the Father and the Son are one, I need you, your soul, your spirit, your senses, all to be connected, to work harmonious together. Because what it is that I got for you, you got to be able to receive it in your soul to, in order for your senses and your life to be able to attach yourself to it. And so now I need you to work the same way that we work. And so now I made you a living soul. So now you have a mind. You got thoughts. You got choices. And so thoughts, uh, I like to think of it like this way. Thoughts are like uh, friend suggestions or like friend requests. Uh, just because you get a friend request from somebody don't mean that you just go accept it just because they sent it. And so thoughts are the same way. Just because I get sent the thought don't mean I got to accept that thought. 
And so then we talk about friend suggestions because we know friend suggestions are based on who you already friends with. And so now if we got mutual friends, then the system suggests that because you cool with this person and they cool with them, then both of y'all to be cool together. And so I suggest them to be your friend. And so now if your thoughts are that way, why are certain thoughts trying to attach themselves to you? Is it possible that you got more thoughts like that already running rampant in your mind? And so now I can't accept those thoughts. So let's turn to Mark. Because anything that's trying to keep me away from, from me can't be. So we're talking about the soul, right? Remember we talk about mind, will, emotions, conscience, imagination, reasoning, and so on and so forth, right? All right. Let's turn to Mark chapter 7. Here we go, Jesus, you know, he rebuking the Pharisees because they up here tripping about eating without washing your hands. You know, so don't, don't, don't laugh at them because y'all be, y'all be uh, tripping somebody going to pot without washing their hands. Like, wait, wait, you, wait you, you better go wash your hands first before you go in this food. They got other people they got to eat out of here. You better go clean your hands. That's just nasty. You've been, you've been outside in the yard or you've been playing and stuff and then you're going to come up here and just go in the pot. You better go to the sink before you go in the pot. And so don't, don't laugh at the Pharisees because you might see that you and the Pharisees got a lot in common. Because a lot of times in church, we, uh, we like to uh, laugh at uh, people or things that we think that we are not. Uh, sometimes in, in, in church or Christianity, we got like a, a real bad superiority thing to where we think we just better than uh, other people because we uh, have the semblance of having Christ. I didn't say having Christ. I had said having the semblance. It seemed like we got Christ. But we ain't really got him. But just because it seemed like we got Christ, then... Whatever you, mm -mm, we better, I'm better than you because I'm a Christian. What is a Christian? And so let's read verse 6. He answered and said to them, well, hath Esaias prophesied of you hypocrites as it is written, this people honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. How be it in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And so now, a lot of times when we think about hypocrites, we think about the people that come in church, lifting their hands and praising God, and then the minute that they walk out, they cursing somebody out. And we're like, hey, you such a hypocrite. How one minute you up in there praising God, then the next minute you out here cursing somebody out. You are such a hypocrite. You don't really believe what it is that you're saying or that you're doing. 
everybody in here is a hypocrite. I don't care how long you've been in church. That's, like this revelation is so good. And, and so I don't know how long I'm going to talk about the soul. I'm going to talk about the soul till your soul get right. Till you get control of your soul. Because this, like, I believe this is the place that we've been missing it in our lives. This is the place that we've just kind of glazed over or glossed over. It's not important, but it's, it's, it's the key component to why things are happening or aren't happening in our lives. And so I'm going to teach you about the soul. If I got to teach about the soul until Jesus come back for your soul to get right, I'm going to teach you about it until Jesus come back. Till the sky is open. I'm going to be preaching about your soul. So that when the skies do open, your soul knows right well what time it is. And so, so you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. Say, say I, am I am a hypocrite. Because <laughs> maybe you won't believe me. Maybe you got to say it to yourself to believe that you're a hypocrite. And so I'm going to prove it to you. There's two conversations that always take place. There's an outer conversation and an inner conversation. And so if the outer and the inner don't match, use a hypocrite. Because that means that you're saying one thing, but you're thinking another. All right, real quick. Them some cute shoes she got on. Oh, you walk up to somebody and they ask you how I look. Girl, you look cute. <laughs> but in my mind, what's she going with them shoes on? <laughs> oh my God. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not a hypocrite, Pastor. No, no. You said one thing, but you was thinking another thing. How many times this morning have you been hypocritical? Because uh, there are so many things, like life comes at us so fast. There's so many things happening second by second, instant by instant. And so now, if like I have to have my outside speech and my inner speech matching. And so now, if I come in church, and I say that the, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. But on the inside, I'm thinking I can't never get what I want. Then you's a hypocrite. You, you's a hypocrite. And so now, would we, uh, what we as believers have is a lot of hypocritical Viewpoints. Yes, sir. Because, like, I don't care what list of things you say in the morning when you wake up. You can have 18 papers worth of conf confessions, affirmations, declarations, but if you're thinking contrary to what you're saying, then what you're saying does not matter. And so a lot of us got a lot of soul scriptures. Like, we got a lot of scriptures on the outside of us. A lot of us are saying a lot of things, but we don't think that what we're saying is true. 
And so now, if I say that by his stripes I'm healed, but then I think that I don't know how I'm going to get rid of this thing. Slice. You just canceled what you said. And so now, God doesn't look on the outside, but he looks on the heart. He's not looking here. He see your blood flowing. He's not looking here. He's looking here. I love you with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul, all my strength. No, it never seemed like God could come through for me. No, you just said you love him. Why, why, what's the difference between what I'm saying and what I'm thinking? And so that's why, uh, like this, like situations that we go through, we cannot let them have such a potent impact on what we think to where we can't let go of those things. And so the minute that uh, we was at the conference, right, and apostles say, he cursed this storm. He cursed this hurricane. And you know what I said? I'm in agreement. And so now, despite whatever's going on, I can't let anything change my outside conversation from my inner conversation. I can't be out here saying, God, I trust you to do this, but on the inside trying to figure out how I can get it done. Uh, 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 like a couple weeks ago, when he told me to tell you that increase was coming to your house this week. If on the outside, I receive, but on the inside, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen for me. I don't know who he's talking to. Then put your hand down. Don't receive nothing. Because it makes no sense to outwardly do something or outwardly say something if in here I'm a contradict or I'm a slave what I said. Because God is looking at your heart. So now if I tell him something that he said and I, and I, and I, and I like, that's why you can't, like, you can't fool God. Like, I think we'd be thinking that we'd be smart and we think that if we say it enough, then that'll make it happen. But you can say it all day long, but if you don't agree with it in your soul, then, like, hot and cold can't come out of the same faucet. Like, I, I have to be able to control what I'm saying and what I'm thinking to where I put them in agreement. Because if I can't put them in agreement, then what's the point? And so that's why I got to renew my mind. Like, it's a constant thing to where I got to renew my mind. Because day by day, there's another thought that's coming. Hour by hour, there's another thought that's coming trying to tell me something different than what I think. And so now, like, I was like, I do not want to watch the news. I don't want to hear nothing that they saying. Because hearing what they saying is going to do something to what I'm thinking. The more and more I take in, like, what you take in, you got to deal with. And so now, even if somebody gives you another thought, I have to be able to reject that thought. And so a lot of people went through the flood 
three years ago, right? Yes, sir. And so a lot of people got different experiences yes, with that. And so now, even though I wasn't ready for that three years ago, they didn't give us no warning. They didn't say nothing. And I wasn't ready. But this time, they're giving us a warning, so I want to be ready. Yes. But if I'm in agreement and I'm saying something else, I can't let a traumatizing experience look out, look out. keep me somewhere else than what I'm saying. Like, I have, like, death and life are in the power of the tongue, right? But you got two tongues. So it don't matter what this tongue's saying if it don't agree with this tongue. Because uh, how can two walk together except they agree? So if your outer conversation, your inner conversation ain't agreeing, then you ain't going to be able to walk together. Come on, come on. Like, it's really simple. Like, it's, like it's really simple. We, we try to make it really complicated and complex. And the problem that a lot of people have, uh, and so like the worst thing is that uh, people who are hypocritical don't think that they're hypocritical. And it, and it really be a lot of people in church, too. Like people in church think they are so good. They think they are so the blood of Jesus has saved me and washed me clean. But you got them dirty thoughts. You got that dirty tongue in here. So money coming to me now. Man, I ain't never got no money. Don't raise your hand. But how many people have ever had those thoughts? I, I won't be real in church. I don't. I don't want to. Like, I don't want to. Uh, Cause I want you to deal with you. Like I want you to come to a place to where you start understanding how I've been being tripped and tricked in my life. To where I think that because we be like we've been trained that confession, confession, confession is so strong, and so we be so concerned about what we let come out of this mouth to where we're not even worrying about this mouth. Like. Like, you know, how, you know how, how strong your soul is? To where uh, you said, like, if a man even thinks about being with another woman, he's already committed adultery in his heart. Hold on, I ain't do nothing, though. I ain't, go, I ain't go nowhere. I've been in my room the whole time. But if your mind went down, just like you did it. Like your soul is so strong. And so, like, and so now, like in this study, we are we understanding like why soul ties are as strong as they are. Because now I understand that things that I attach my imagination to and I attach my desire to and I attach my emotions to. Like that starts gripping me. And so now I can't disconnect from those ties because of what I've thought, what, have I, what I've imagined, what I've felt, what I've experienced. And so now, I, like those things, so now why do, why do some of those things have such a grip on you? Like you, gotta, like you gotta dive into your soul to figure out why things are the way that they are. Uh, come on, let me keep reading. Let's tell my God. Mark 7, uh, verse 13.
Uh, verse 7, how be it in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Verse 13, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things ye do. And when he had called all the people unto him, he saith unto them, hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile a man. Like the things that I, and so now it's not the things uh, that go in from the outside that defile me, but it's the things that's from the inside that I can't let out that defile me. Like if there's any defilement or defeat in your life, it's your fault. Because you let it out. Like uh, God, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit can't be the captain of your soul. Can't none of them control your soul. As powerful as God is, as powerful as the blood is, as powerful as the spirit is, they can't control your soul. Only you can. So if there's, if there's any defilement or defeat, you did it. If there's any victory, you did it. Because God has already done what he did. So when I fall in line with what he's already done, then it becomes me that's doing it. Because I'm in agreement with what he's done. But if I keep, and so now, I, you, we not putting the blame on God no more. If you in it, it's you. If you ain't got it, it's you. If you ain't got there, it ain't the car fault. It's your fault. And so now, any blessings that I receive, I did it. We won't say that. Because sometimes now we've been traditional sacrilegious. Me and my father are one. When I agree with him, like, like we, I, I, think, I think as Christians, I think as believers, like we like to put a lot of the onus on him. So that way when it doesn't happen or if it doesn't happen, then it's not our fault. God, God didn't come through like he said he would. No, you didn't come through. Say, me, 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 me. me, 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 me. <laughs> because if he has, like, if, if, if he didn't already deliver the package, if the package is sitting in your living room, but you don't never open that thing, you can't blame UPS. You can't blame FedEx. Because you got what it is, that's for you. So now, if you don't ever open it, if you don't ever agree what's been, what's, what has been delivered, then it ain't nobody fault but yours. Because you too lazy to go get a, a pair of scissors and cut the tape. Because now I don't want to be a doer of the word. I just want to be a hero of the word. 
I just want to hear the word. I want to speak the word, but I don't want to think the word. Like I, like, I really want you to come in agreement with you. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the uh, parable. And he said unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into a man, it cannot defile him? But it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly. So what you eating ain't the thing that's defiling you, but it's the thing that you're thinking. Jesus said it. I ain't said Jesus said it. Like what you've been thinking been defiling you. What you've been thinking is the thing that's been defeating you. If I'm an undefeated or undefeatable being, if there's any defeat that's happening in my life, because say Jesus made a show of them openly. Jesus, if Jesus already defeated, if Jesus already defeating the devil, Lucifer, Satan. Whoever you, the enemy, whoever you want to call him, then why are you still fighting a defeated foe? Like, why am I still swinging at somebody that's knocked out? Like, even in a regular fight, if somebody knocked out, they, 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 they not going to let you hit them no more. They didn't took enough of a beat. They unconscious now. Like, don't, 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 don't hurt them no more. He already hurt as much as he could be hurt. Like, like, like once Jesus defeats you, like that's done. And so now, when I'm in agreement with that defeat, when he sees me, he sees Jesus. Like a lot of y'all been looking like y'all. That's why you've been going through some of the stuff you've been going through. Ooh, like why you gotta hurt us so bad this morning, Pastor? We, so, we supposed to be, we, we, we got a storm going on outside. We supposed to be getting uplifted, and we supposed to be getting a word of faith, and we supposed to be getting encouraged. You getting cut. Because, like, it's, 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 it's legit time out to stop living life at a level that's not becoming of me. Like, we've been living at a level too low for too long. Like, we've been walking uh, on eggshells, uh, trying not to trip up on something because we don't want to fall back into something. But, like, if my steps are ordered, like, when your steps are ordered, you don't have to look for your steps. Like, you don't have to watch your feet to see where you're stepping. You're able to walk with your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head high, and walk and be able to go wherever it is that you want to go. And so if there's somewhere that I can't go, why I can't go there? It ain't because God ain't provided for me to go there, because he's already provided for me. Every spiritual blessing, I already got it. He already blessed me with that. So why don't I have the spiritual blessing that he didn't gave me? Tell, tell somebody, it's me. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, messing up my life. 
You don't need no prayer. You don't need no prayer. You don't need no prayer. You don't need no. You had it. You've been praying all your life. You don't need no prayer. Because if praying would have done it, you'd be there right now. Cause we got, we got, we got some bruised knee prayers in here. We got some people that have been on their knees all their life praying. But why, with all my prayer, am I not what God has said I'm supposed to be? With all my confession, I don't let, I, 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 be, I be guarding my mouth. I be trying to make sure I don't speak sickness or death or nothing over my life. I be saying all the right things in church. Everything that they say we're supposed to say, I go ahead and I repeat it. But why don't I have it? Because if you repeat something, but it ain't in you, then what's the point? <laughs> 